Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is a ministry, it's events, and it's a podcast, all focused on building community and fellowship around Jesus and great Jiu-Jitsu. We were birthed from a Walking in Truth event called Pursuit. Four of us left one of these men's pursuits and the Lord all gave us the same download to create Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu. We've started by doing local events in North Texas. We're slowly but surely expanding those events to other markets across the country where we bring in professors and instructors. We learn awesome jujitsu techniques. We hear a testimony about the gospel. We give away free Bibles. We offer prayer and then we train hard. On top of this, we have a podcast that has really taken off that we have a lot of fun with. Look us up on all platforms. We love walking in truth and we appreciate the affiliation with them and the covering that they give us. Thank you to all the leaders at Walking in Truth. Everyone at Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is truly appreciative. Deuteronomy 15, the sabbatic year. At the end of every seven years, you shall grant a remission of debts. This is the manner of remission. Every creditor shall release what he has loaned to his neighbor. He shall not exact it of his neighbor and his brother, because the Lord's remission has been proclaimed. From a foreigner you may exact it, but your hand shall release whatever of yours is with your brother. However, there will be no poor among you, since the Lord will surely bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance to possess. If only you listen obediently to the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all this commandment which I am commanding you today. For the Lord your God will bless you as he has promised you, and you will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. And you will rule over many nations, but they will not rule over you. If there is a poor man with you, one of your brothers, in any of your towns and your land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not harden your heart nor close your hand from your poor brother. But you shall freely open your hand to him and shall generously lend him sufficient for his need in whatever he lacks. Beware that there is no base thought in your heart, saying, The seventh year, the year of remission, is near, and your eye is hostile toward your poor brother, and you give him nothing. Then he may cry to the Lord against you, and it will be a sin in you. You shall generously give to him, and your heart shall not be grieved, 
when you give to him, because for this thing the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in all your undertakings. For the Lord will never cease to be in the land. Therefore I command you, saying, You shall freely open your hand to your brother, to your needy and poor in your land. If your kinsman, a Hebrew man or woman, is sold to you, then he shall serve you six years. But in the seventh year you shall set him free. When you set him free, you shall not send him away empty-handed. You shall furnish him liberally from your flock and from your threshing floor and from your wine vat. You shall give to him as the Lord your God has blessed you. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you. Therefore, I command you this day, it shall come about if he says to you, I will not go out from you because he loves you and your household, since he fares well with you, then you shall take in all and pierce it through his ear into the door, and he shall be your servant forever. Also, you shall do likewise to your maidservant. It shall not seem hard to you when you set him free, for he has given you six years with double the service of a hired man. So the Lord your God will bless you in whatever you do. You shall consecrate to the Lord your God all the firstborn males that are born of your herd and of your flock. You shall not work with the firstborn of your herd, nor shear the firstborn of your flock. You and your household shall eat it every year before the Lord your God in the place which the Lord chooses. But if it has any defect, such as lameness or blindness or any serious defect, you shall not sacrifice it to the Lord your God. You shall eat it within your gates. The unclean and the clean alike may eat it as a gazelle or a deer. Only you shall not eat its blood. You are to pour it out on the ground like water. Here in Deuteronomy 15, we see um, a lot of our problems really is a heart issue. And that's not, that should not be a surprise to any of us. It is our the, uh, the way that we look at the world around us and how our heart is postured. That's, that's really a big issue. So here, as he's talking about the sabbatic year and the fact that every seven years you're to forgive all debts, wipe them completely clean. Uh, that's great. In fact, for the longest time, we had that same system in uh, a lot of the countries around the world, but in the United States of America, they had that, that something would be on your credit for only seven years and then it's off your credit. But they've kind of manipulated that ever since. Um, but the the seven year rule was a set year. It wasn't a seven years that someone had a debt. It was every seventh year on the calendar. So if someone came to me in year one, or someone came to you in year one and asked for a loan or or some something like that, you knew you had longer. You had longer to collect on that. But God says here, even if it's in that last year, even if you know that that seventh year, the sabbatic year is approaching, you cannot, cannot withhold. That's a heart issue. If you start to think, no, my possessions or my wealth or my whatever it is, my flock is more important than this person and their well-being, that's a heart issue. We need to know this. This is the promise that God made. Open your hand. 
give. And God's the one who's going to make sure that it gets back to you. Now, that gives an opportunity for someone else to to be able to um, get their life right. I mean, yes, they owe you for, for a while, but they have the opportunity to make the wise choices and do things correctly. Maybe they were in a very tough, unfortunate spot because the consequences they brought on themselves, but this allows them the opportunity to be able to get things right. Now we know for some, they will. And for others, they won't. They're just going to continue in that same pattern over and over and over again. But God's not going to stop giving them a chance. Why should we? Why should we say, no, I'm sorry. I know times are tough for you, um, but, you know, if my brother or my sister were to come to me in need, why wouldn't I open my hand and help them? But by the same token, if I'm in need, shouldn't I kind of expect that when I go to them, at least I know they, they will um, surely open their hand to me? You know, one of the worst feelings, and this this has happened so many times, whenever you get in a situation where that expectation is, you know, I've deposited, I've given, I've done everything I can, and now I'm in a point that I'm in need. And I've been there. And in that moment of need, I've reached out to those people who I expected would be there for me. And I have been shocked and blown away. People just don't have their heart right. They don't. And it's not like my expectation is because I need, I want, you know, you should provide. No. But the response and the way that people react, that it, it's mind-blowing. They're willing to take from you all day long, but as soon as you come back in need, their heart is not aligned right to where they're willing to open their hand so I think that's a big thing to focus on here just to make sure that no matter what we keep our heart right and know that God's the provider for all not me not you God is so if we follow his his commandment here if we follow his plan we should be well better off because he's the one who will who will uh, take care of the remission so father please if there's anyone that i owe please show me that i can uh, make it right with them that i can set things right with them um but i'm also thankful that you step in you step in and take care of it for me when i when i've failed and father because of that if there's anybody who's in need that i've closed my hand to Father, please forgive me. And I ask that they can forgive me. That um, you could just pour a blessing over them. That's so great. That um, you could handle anything. You could go above and beyond anything that I could ever do to make it right. And then, Father, for anyone who I've gone to for help. And um, anyone who's turned their back or closed their hand or withheld from me. Father, I forgive them. I release them. I just ask 
again a blessing over them and their family and their ministry and their business that their life would continue to increase and that nothing no no consequence for withholding their hand from helping me in my time of need nothing will come back on them i pray for all this in jesus name amen Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.